to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today we're joined over the phone by Ginny and Quinton to talk about LPNs for Change. So starting it out, just who are you and what do you guys do? Um, my name is Ginny and I'm an LPN, uh, mainly working in High River and sometimes in Cal- Calgary as well. My name is uh, Quentin. I'm also a licensed practical nurse in Alberta. I've been working for about 11, almost 11 years, and I primarily work in Calgary, Alberta right now in uh, diagnostic imaging. Awesome. So I guess we'll just jump into why you guys are here, LPNs for Change. What is LPNs for Change for those that don't know? LPNs for Change came about summer last year. Um, We asked um, the big question, why are licensed practical nurses, LPNs, in currently classified as the ancillary nursing while every other nurses in the province are are in the direct nursing uh, care unit? And we looked up what ancillary nursing means. It kind of degraded because it literally means someone whose job is to help nurses take care of people. But even in our title, it says licensed practical nurses, like we are nurses. So we started asking that question and why is that and where, who put us in there? And we figured it out that um, it is the Alberta Labor Relations Board that put us into this bargaining unit. And we are trying to get our proper recognition and acknowledgement by moving LPNs in the province from uh, ancillary nursing to direct nursing care. Awesome. And then jumping into that, what are the reasons behind the group's push to change the LPNs from the auxiliary nursing to direct care? Obviously, you guys have nurse in your title, but is there other reasons for it? The, the respect and the recognition for what we do. There's other provinces in the country who have also made the change from auxiliary nursing to direct nursing care for LPNs. Every province has had an increase in not only morale, but overall uh, respect and and recognition in what they're doing. From our coworkers and the public. Yeah. You know, it auxiliary nursing was an accurate title or an accurate bargaining unit to be placed under about 30 years ago but since then the education requirements for beginning licensed practical nurses has drastically changed over the years so our scope of practice our education requirements have all changed and and including we're also now licensed professionals we have been for many years and so um, it's just it's time that we're now recognized as providing direct nursing care instead of, you know, being the nurse's helpers working under supervision. That's not what we do at all. In many hospital settings and even in the community settings, um, many LPNs have the identical scope as the registered nurses RNs. So we do, for the most part, the same thing day in and day out. So we're definitely not working directly under anybody. We do we perform autonomy nursing. So we make decisions based on our education and critical thinking, and we have to back up our decisions based on reasons. That's very good to know. And then jumping into that, how has your group approached the Alberta Labor Board? I kind of know a little bit about that. How's the process been with that so far? So the background was about 10 years ago, um, there are multiple applications to get a group of LPNs over to direct nursing care. But uh, the labor board actually said, well, you can't just do a regular application. You have to do a reference of a difference application because that allows the labor board to invite all the stakeholders that are involved or they think that are necessary to have a say in this application. Um, And so that's exactly what we did. On April 26th, we submitted the application to the reference of the difference. Um, 
to the labor board and the labor board invited all the stakeholders to comment, including employers and unions and Alberta councils and invited to respond and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, by a, by June 12 is when they all responded. Of the uh, responses, our employers remained neutral but provided a lot of facts of what we do and what our job descriptions are. Our our own unions, namely AUP, CUP and USW are very much against them and in fact they submitted a uh, summary dismissal application um, asked the labor board to dismiss our case and then the UNA uh, United Nurses of Alberta mm-hmm. they are the representation for um, RNs and RPNs who are currently in the direct nursing bargaining unit they are supporting and they they agree that uh, LPNs are performing direct nursing care. And so the labor board asked us to respond to the summary with dismissal request. And we did that on a, no, June 19th. Uh, and then with that response, the labor board was not able to make a decision whether to dismiss our case or not. So now we are scheduling a hearing for the board to decide that. And to schedule a hearing with the labor board, we have to have a meeting a case management meeting and which is scheduled on July 4th. So July 4th, we meet with the labor board and all the stakeholders to sit together and talk about a date so we can have the hearing. It's a bit complicated and I, I we think it is a bit more much, but you know, that's the process. <laughs> to add to that, the employers, both Alberta Health Services and Covenant Health, they actually requested that the labor board just dismiss the actual dismissal application from the AUPE. They wanted to just, you know, let's just get right to the hearing. Let's get this sorted out. So that way they could prepare for bargaining for next year. But the labor board, I, I suppose they they you know didn't have enough evidence to just go to that step. So what they've decided to do is do this case management meeting. And so the case management meeting is to determine or to create a hearing date to address the dismissal letter from AUPE. So it's not actually the hearing to move us to a different bargaining unit. It's to address the dismissal. So you guys like want to discuss that, let's say if the dismissal falls through and you guys don't get dismissed, then you will move forward in figuring out like what the plan is for, let's say, bargaining or if they approve it or stuff like that. Oh. The the labor board decides to move forward with our application and ignore the dismissal request. And we will be scheduling a hearing to decide whether or not we should be moved to direct nursing care bargaining units. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot. We're joined by Jenny and Quinton to talk about LPNs for change. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're joined by Jenny and Quinton to talk about LPNs for change. Would you be able to discuss kind of why the stakeholders, like you said, unions, employers are important within the process once you guys kind of sit down and talk? Like, I guess, what's the reason for like unions being opposed? What's the reason for the the Nurses Association to be approved of it? Like what are the reasoning behind that? There's five different bargaining units in the province. Each bargaining unit has specific unions that are tied to it. So auxiliary nursing falls under AUPE's branch of bargaining. So they represent everybody under auxiliary nursing. Anybody else who has staff that are within that bargaining unit are essentially affected by this application. So that's why the United Steelworkers is part of this. That's why CUPE is part of it. That's why you know UNA is part of it. And that's also why AUP is part of it. Now, AUP has the majority of LPNs um, in the province, followed by CUPE and Steelworkers and UNA. 
And Yuna does have a very small amount of LPNs under their wing. And so all of these people are affected. All of these organizations are affected by our application because we're trying to leave this uh, bargaining unit and move over to the direct nursing care bargaining unit. So Quinton said AUP, CUP, USW, and UNA are Mm -hmm. the main the bargaining agent slash union for exclusive bargaining unit. So we're trying to leave that unit and move over to the direct nursing care bargaining unit, which is currently UNA's jurisdiction. So uh, it makes sense for the, 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 the unions currently representing our auxiliary nursing bargaining unit to oppose because they would risk losing our, the members currently in this bargaining unit and move over to the different bargaining unit. So mm-hmm. it, 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 it is logical for them to oppose. Like there's nothing, there's nothing personal. It is yeah. business. <laughs> it's just the way that it works. You know, like this, this was never, this was never an intention to change unions. This has always been an intention to change the classification. It gets complicated though, because the classification is tied to the bargaining units and the bargaining units are tied to the unions. So if we if we do end up moving to direct nursing care, that falls under the purview of UNA. And so it's just the way things are working out. So that would mean that AUP would lose, potentially lose thousands of members. And so they don't, you know, they wouldn't want to lose thousands of members. So um, that's, you know, that's why Jenny says it's logical, it's logical for them to say no to this. Yeah, that makes like so much more sense. Because I was like, why would the unions be opposed to like stuff like this? But it's like, yeah, I guess they are. They would be technically losing members and moving you guys over, but makes a lot more sense in my brain now. Do you know why you think the employers may have remained a little bit more neutral regarding it? The only speculation that I personally can come up with is because now the scope of practice of LPNs are so close to RNs, um, and these bargaining units are actually called a functional bargaining units, and they're based on job functions, um, not by titles. Um, so it also makes logical sense for LPNs to move over to direct nursing care because now LPNs job functions are direct nursing care. So I think they just don't want to poke the bear on either side. It's good that they were like providing the facts of like you guys are doing the exact same work and it should be equal kind of thing. But also, like you said, remain neutral and not <laughs> poke the bear and stir stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, jumping into that, what is the n- next for your guys' group following this decision with the labor board, whether positive or negative? What will change kind of look like for you guys? So if it's positive, that means we go to create a hearing date and we have to go to court with all the stakeholders and determine whether or not you know we have a solid case to move over to direct nursing care under the labor board. And then from there, there may or may not be a vote between all of the LPN members to move over to UNA or stay within AUPE. Um, so after we move to the bar- bargaining unit, the uh, Alberta Labor Relations Board has a tradition rule of thumbs is if there are more than 20% of people adding to the existing units, they would uh, conduct a vote for all the members to decide which bargaining agent, i.e. union, want uh, w- which one we want to represent this bargaining unit. Um, but then there are also cases where like uh, the nurse practitioner, the uh, labor 
Paper Board just decided, you know what, you guys need your own bargaining unit. We'll create one for you, and you have your own bargaining agent slash union. Um, so we don't know which direction the Labor Board is going to take, even if they decide that we're moving over to the direct nursing care unit. But that's either way, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We get to say or mm-hmm. we get our own unit. So really, the result is kind of unknown at this time. You know, there's there's different different things that could happen depending on what they decide as a Labor Board. I guess that's a good yeah. follow-up to my next question. Where can we follow the updates? Do you have, like, social media, website? Where can we get all the info about you guys? Yeah, we actually we have a, a Facebook page, uh, LPNs for Change. Um, it is open to the public. Uh, and then we've also got an Instagram account, same, same tag. Awesome. And then before we finish up, is there anything else you want people to know about LPNs for Change, about your mission or anything else? There are twenty, almost 20,000 LPNs in the province, of which 11,800 work for AHS and Covenant who are directly affected by our um, application and potentially affects the remaining 8,000 depending on the Labor Board's decision. Um, but there are not that many people, not that many LPNs actually know about our campaign and, and, and our group. So it would be nice if all the LPNs and non-LPNs would be just spreading the words around, just letting everybody know this is what's happening. Not that we're trying to convince anybody go one way or another but it is information that they should know about it is directly affecting their profession um so please spread the word mm-hmm. to add to that we've got a petition on change.org uh that has about 2300 uh, lpns that have signed it and we've also got about 2000 members on our page right now and um, there's some polls and, and different ways for them to get involved awesome i just want to say to thank you to you guys both for coming in and letting us know about lpns for change thank you so much thanks for having us the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.